0: What's going on guys, AJ here back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast and I'm gonna bring you a episode of the Project 2030 segment. Um, I wanna talk today about professional branding when it comes to being a HR leader, when it comes to being specifically a uh, chief people officer, head of people, uh, VP level, kind of HR representative of an org. Um, A few thoughts and, and principles here that I wanna cover. I think the first is, just creating your own point of view. I think it's something that is completely important. You know, when 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 going about creating the Project Twenty Thirty curriculum, what I've tried to do is I've tried to surround myself with um, a co-founder that I believe uh, is phenomenal. First and foremost, when it comes to creating the curriculum, but she's also phenomenal with her twenty-five years of a background and experience within corporate and small business organizations within the HR department and so she's seen everything under the sun when it comes to this work and then I've also been super super thoughtful around finding other partners other collaborators other speakers other folks that are really going to um, that are really going to be the ones that are stewarding a lot of the Uh, a lot of the the core aspects of the curriculum from a competence perspective, from a delivery perspective, and uh, I'm really pleased and and blessed and honored to have those folks on board as well. Um, And then the other piece that I'm really proud of is I, I think one of the pieces of the curriculum that I personally will be taking a lot of ownership of is the professional branding piece. So going back to my original statement, I believe it is incredibly important as As an HR leader, as an HR executive, I believe it's incredibly important to cultivate a perspective, a point of view around this work, and then to document and put that point of view out to the world as a secondary focus. So let me focus on the first. What do I mean when I say cultivate a point of view? I believe similar similar to the marketing world, similar to the operations world, similar to um the cto you know technology world similar to being a founder in a ceo world there are so many different types of point of views and ways to go about it different ways to skin the cat if you will and well first let me just say this i have no idea where that saying came from it's really grotesque and odd and weird i don't even know why i even said that so uh just ignore that i said that i have no idea what that even means but anyway there are a lot of different ways to go about being a CMO being a CTO being a CIO being a CEO being a sweet sweet executive there are all different types of people out here that are doing it in different ways that have different strengths and skill sets and different points of views and i think the same can be said for the chief head uh, the chief hr officer the head of people role the the vp level role I think there's a lot of folks that are really, really, really passionate and skilled when it comes to talent acquisition. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that are really, really skilled when it comes to maybe potentially uh, global law, compliance, um, um, keeping the organization out of hot water. I think there's a lot of folks that maybe are really great at learning and development, maybe folks that are really great at a uh, at change management, maybe folks that are really great at starting and creating the teams from the very first time. Maybe those folks that are really great at OD work, um, um, from a from a uh, from an organizational development standpoint. I think if you look across the board, there are tons and tons and tons of folks that are really, really phenomenal when it comes to all different types of being ahead of people. Now. I believe, as you move on to becoming an executive, I believe that you need to not only have that point of view, have that skill set, have that passion, but you have to expand that to look over all functions of people. You have to expand that to have an overall viewpoint of all of this work at a real deep practitioner level, as well as a real deep strategic point of view level as well. And so I think cultivating and understanding your point of view of all things talent development of all things executive coaching of all things recruiting of all things onboarding of all things internal career mapping of all things compliance of all things policy of all things people I think is really really important and how do you go about that right you go about you know cultivating that point of view from learning Right? You, go, you you go about cultivating that point of view by ingesting tons of podcasts, ingesting tons of case studies, tons of white papers, tons of research, uh, you know, developing and building out your network to such a level where you're collaborating and working and speaking with so many different types of C-suite executive level HR folks. Um, you also do it. And this is another nuance that I think is really out of the box, but really impactful. You also do it where if you're thinking about, and this is the point of Project 2030, taking that first step to becoming that C-suite, you also do it by raising your hand, being humble, and looking for internships, looking for shadowing moments, looking to really get underneath of the hood, if you will, and going to your colleagues, going to your network and saying, I want to learn, I want to grow, I want to be amazing, I want to figure out how you are doing great work in the town acquisition space, how you are doing great work with global law and policies and, and, and compliance, how you are doing amazing work when it comes to supporting uh, your internal talent from a mobility perspective, how you are doing great work over there in DE&I, how you are doing great work over there with executive coaching. I believe it is, I believe it behooves you for the long tail of your brand, professionally, the long tail of your career, attempting and trying to climb the the ladder of becoming ahead of people, I believe it behooves you to... Put your tail between your legs, be humble, be patient, and go into each and every little tiny crevice of this space and learn from those that are doing it at a high level consistently. Um, And so let me kind of transfer over to documenting this. So that's cultivating a point of view behind the scenes. All the things I just expanded upon are cultivating a point of view behind the scenes. Let me talk about what it looks like and what I mean by cultivating a point of view above water. What I believe that looks like is in two different formats, three different formats, actually. I believe that looks like LinkedIn. I believe that looks like Medium.com. I believe that looks like Twitter. And in all these different mediums, what I think you do is I think you spend a lot of time documenting, um, putting out content to the world. That can be in a podcast format. That can be in a written format. That can mean engaging in groups and channels and other people's comments and other people's posts. I believe that means going out of your way to be on panels, um, guest blogging, writing your own blogs. I believe you should take all of the the behind-the-scenes work that you have done to really figure out who you want to be in this world. I believe you should put that out at scale. For me, I'll talk about myself. If you guys Google Anthony Vaughn, V-A-U-G-H-A-N, and then put HR behind it, what you will find is content at scale at scale. And I say that with conf- with so much confidence because I believe it is one of the biggest variables of why I've had opportunities and success. And I believe I will continue to have that. So if you look at it, if you literally go right now and type in Anthony Vaughn HR in Google, what you will find at scale are a plethora of podcasts that I've personally done, 350 plus episodes, a plethora of podcasts that I've been on, a plethora of guest blogging opportunities, a plethora of publications that have written about me, a plethora of interviews, a plethora of of LinkedIn posts, a plethora of Twitter posts, a plethora of uh, keynotes that I've done, fireside chats that I've done, panels that I've been on. If anyone wants to hire me for the very first time in my life, in my career, to become the chief HR officer, the head of people, the CHRO, whatever you want to call the title, they will immediately know the type of person, the type of HR guy or gal that they are getting by the content that I'm putting out to the world. Because these CEOs these days, based off the tools that we have, they are doing the research. They are looking into this information. They are doing everything in their power to understand the type of person they're getting. Now, why is all this important? All this is important for two main reasons. Number one, because you don't know where the organization is along, these, along this employee experience, people operations life cycle. Again, going back to my very first point, there are different types of C-suite HR leaders and you want to make sure the type that you are actually fits very well with the type that they need today. And so if you have a bunch of content out into the world, if a recruiter reaches out to you, if a CEO or a hiring manager does their work behind the scenes, they'll already know who they're getting. Now, the second reason I believe we should put that in place is even though they know who you're getting, they could also go deeper and deeper and deeper behind the scenes to, to, to continue to double down on who they're getting, to continue to double down on understanding the type of chief you know, heart officer, the type of chief HR officer, the type of CHRO that you actually are, so they can get more comfortable with some of the nuances and some of the concepts and some of the perspectives and some of the new ideas and best practices that you want to put out in place. Maybe even the HR team that you're adopting will become uh, a little bit more used to what you're putting in place. The fellow, you know, your fellow employees and your managers and your fellow executives will have a good understanding of who you are and how you're showing up in this world. Last Great point. And last thoughtful thing. Doing this puts you in a position of power. Doing this puts you in a position where you have brand and appeal. Let me make something that's very, very clear. Let me make a statement that's very, very clear. The stronger your professional brand is aesthetically to the world, what's, what's going to really happen practically in real time is the following. You're going to be able to go inside of an organization and get and garner respect because they already know your point of view. But you're also going to bring a lot of attention to the brand at scale from a PR point of view when it comes to recruiting. Because if you continue to write blogs, if you continue to go on podcasts, if you continue to have panels, if you continue to make your own podcasts, if you continue to build out your professional brand, when you want to fill a role, when you want to find a high level executive, when you want to go about filling up your organization with amazing folks, they're going to be coming to that organization, not because they love the brand. They're also going to be coming to the organization because they love and appreciate your point of view and your background. And that's also attractive to a CEO when they're trying to hire that C-suite executive that's going to be leading and executing all things people. And so, These are just a few thoughts that I think are incredibly important that people that are looking to apply to this role need to genuinely think about doing. I recommend doing it for at least a minimum of a year. Put yourself out there. Be humble. Do not look for too many dollars. Do not look for too many objective things that need to happen in order for you to take your time to learn, to take your time to research, to take your time to advise, to take your time to cultivate your point of view. Be humble, be consistent, be patient, and get your thoughts out into the world and be strong and be respected and be and be sought after because of your point of view. I think these things are really important, guys. So... um Just a few thoughts, take it, leave it, it's your choice, we'll talk soon.